Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob with folks who can be find the method to the madness reason in the unreasonable makes sense that it nonsense because this is okay hear me out and Bob how you doing this evening pretty good how are you guys how are you guys Ugh. I'll say you I guys? feel great after not listening to a vaccine song for the first time in forever that song was actually <sighs> fire you know they're just they're just stacking up <laughs> in my docket too they're just waiting to get played and Aaron's over here. No, no, I don't want to hear anymore. What a dude, Bob. They're gonna be they're gonna be vaccine booster shot songs by the time we get through all of these original vaccine songs. True. Booster shot songs, vaccine True. song remixes. <laughs> there I, we go. Well, I, I guess we should give credit to the person that made that song, actually. Right? You mean Bo Burnham? I loved his new, new special inside. Just watched it the other day. That's oh my not god, he gets who I was so referring real to about mental health. And being locked inside for a year. Aaron, you, you, have you guys not watched it yet? Aaron, we should give credit to the. <laughs> it was an Owen Benjamin song. Uh, it was a fan made song for by an Owen Benjamin fan. It was uh, Black okay. Lady Bear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, Josh. <laughs> Bo Burnham. Who the fuck is that? I mean, it's Jesus a parody Christ. of his song. So yeah, whatever. it's a parody of his original. Okay. So, what are we talking about tonight? Well, actually, firstly, Aaron. If you'd like to call into the show, the voicemail number is 1833. Or, fuck. I <laughs> fucked it up. 1833 666 911. That's 1833 666 0911. Don't worry. That's just, that's just two of us who have misspoke at the start. Yeah. Yeah. This is going great. Here at OK, Hear Me Out, we have, we have a very lenient three-strike policy. Aaron, you're, you're still you're still good to go. Only one more time, then you're out. I don't but, know what you're talking about. It's the first time I've ever I'm messed fine. it up. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> so I figured tonight we'll do, instead of a full-on topic, we haven't talked about any current events in like two months. Plus, we'd like to update you on some of the topics we have discussed. <laughs> right? 
So we have plenty of things. We have the vaccine, the vaccine mandates, the passports, January 6th, Wait, the riot, oh, all the updates to all the things all the that thing, we've yeah, discussed things in previous up, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were. Th- I thought you were giving me a hint to say go into no, the no, 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 thing, no, no. and I was no, like, no. <laughs> "Did I not tell you I'm like an hour into a 15 hour uh, audio book on <laughs> an English translation of this insane Russian math book?" Basically, I am not ready to quite update everybody on that. Sorry that that last episode was convoluted a little bit for everybody, but I will, I will make up for it with some good specifics on it. But the the math behind it is great, but there's some funny things about Fomenko that I can't wait to share with you guys. Like, no, actually, that's exciting. Do you want to give me one? You want me? My seat. I want to give one update on that. So one of the things that happened with Fomenko is once he started in on um, on his theory, once he was like ten years into it, he started kind of going off the deep end a little bit because he what he did was he started making uh, connections that weren't really there. And like trying to make dynasties because he wanted all of Britain history, he decided was really just a retelling of Russian history. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow, what are you... really, Fomenko? Okay, so the country you're from is the only place where history happened, and everybody else was cavemen and retold your story. I, I believe the, the phrase is, uh, we was czars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly what he was doing, dude. He just did a black Israelite thing, but for Russia. It was hilarious. (laughs) King Arthur, Russian. (laughs) For purely comedic purposes, I'm going to need his old notes (laughs) in his later years for all this. This is great. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. But anyways, more importantly tonight, uh, have you heard of really fun thing, guys? The It's called The Key to New York City. Doesn't that sound fun? Oh, like a, a yeah. key to the city, like they give out a, cer- a ceremonial thing at events for to be like the hero. It's like what they give to the Flash when he saves the city, right? Or the arrow. It's exactly, exactly like, like that. City. It's exactly Perfect. like that, but it's for everybody. And if you don't have it, you go to Gulag. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in America. It's just called jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So New York City is rolling out the vaccine passports. Does anybody remember? Way back when, in 2020, when vaccine passports were a conspiracy theory that were never going to fucking happen. Because I certainly do. I don't have the memory of a goldfish like everybody else, apparently. I, I think we're chalking this one up to Alex Jones was right. That 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 quarter <laughs> jar is getting filled once again. It's getting filled oh pretty, pretty fucking often, actually, recently. Yeah, very regularly. No, no. Aaron, what, what I'm seeing is that this is a, a uh, proof of vaccination rule. Not and passports is in quote. That's just you know a nickname people have given to it. It's not. It's not like they're going to deport you from the country if you don't have one. It, it's not. It's very different from a real passport. Yeah. What will they do? Will they let you shop for groceries? You know, basic human needs. Are those groceries sold indoors? Well, w- w- presumably which is great yes. Because they're they're always talking about. They they list grocery stores on that on the the vaccination passport agenda. What it's like? What? Okay, so I I have to have a vaccine to get food. Are you telling me? Well, they're not forcing you, Bob. Don't worry about it. You're not you're not being forced. You just can't buy food. 
So is Great. this a big like Instacart so, uh, lobbying initiative? So you have to get food delivered to you. They want your supermarkets and your jobs to demand that you're vaccinated to to work for them or to buy their product. And so if you don't want the vaccination, your option is to become hungry and homeless. That's a great option. <laughs> I think I'd rather take Lots that. Lots of <laughs> options. Okay. <laughs> Boogsville just went to the top of my list, living off the land. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Like, this is going to get worse. They're, everyone, they did this to make everyone feel normal. Like, I swear to God, the reason that they open it up in the summer is just to let everybody get a taste of normalcy. And then they go, uh, the, the Sigma plus uh, super virus uh, variant. That's coming to town. So uh, all the unvaccinated people, it's their fault when we lock you down again to get like the vaccinated people, the vaccine cult members to be really angry at unvaccinated people with the exact same psychology as the teacher that gives out homework and blames it on the one kid that was like (laughs) bad at the end of the. Yeah. One kid like talks back and she's like, well, I was not going to give everyone homework, but now I have to. And it's brad's fault and you're like everyone's like fuck you brad and it's like it was the teacher's fault the whole time guys it's always been the teacher's fault <laughs> it's still her decision the government is the one handing out the homework right now and the ha- homework just happens to be uh losing your job and starvation it's, it's so insane i can't believe that like people there are so many people that don't see it or like applauding this behavior i'm so excited for when they're stuck in bread lines and wondering what they'll probably still they'll be in a bread line starving to death waiting for their government cheese and still think that it's people that didn't get a vaccine fucking five years ago in 2020 is the reason that it's like that <laughs> but but aaron uh talking out of turning class is a very serious offense and it might it might uh ruin the education of some young lady who could go on to be a nasa astronaut yes that's uh that's that's what I'm, I'm hearing that we have some you know pretty horrible offenses right here such as uh, talking out of turning class and um subjecting others to this deadly super deadly definitely deadly symptomatic all the time deadly virus oh did you say it, symptomatic I all the time <laughs> God, God damn it. Symptomatic. Symptomatic is what I said. I mean, I I have the the chart up if you want me to like, you know, look at it. Yeah, let's get some actual stats. Give give us the stats, Josh. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Uh, So effectively, the premise, the, the, the background is that all these new cases that we're getting that's causing places to go back and lock down and mask mandate is uh, based on cases of coronavirus most of them are for vaccinated people and uh what was it okay uh for every hundred two thousand one hundred two thousand vaccinated people there are 100 symptomatic breakthrough infections and one death so that's that's the uh the majority of the cases right now um that's what is it 0.1 percent symptomatic that not like just like having a cold that's what all the other articles said is say it's like oh what's uh what are the uh, symptoms if you you're vaccinated and then get the coronavirus it's literally just a cold instead of flu like symptoms it's cold like symptoms very different i assure you uh, I, so I that, mean, that's, I, that's my commentary there on a very deadly very symptomatic diseases yeah so it's just like the the average seasonal sickness that everyone gets all the time 
that's how deadly. Well, not not even like it's it's less than that because the, the, hardly anyone's getting sick. Mm. They just happen to be going and getting tested for whatever reason. This is mind boggling to me. The people like I didn't understand it in the in the middle of like the outbreak. And I still don't understand why people just go and get tested when they're not symptomatic or anything like that. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? What are you doing? How, how many places, like, how many institutions are requiring people to show proof of negative tests? Like, like for example, my friends uh, going back to grad school, finishing finishing up an MBA, and um, to start the semester, even though he's vaccinated, has to bring in a negative COVID test. Like, how many places, what, what sort of things, do, like jobs doing stuff like that too? Or what's, I, I, I I'm I'm thinking that it's not always people independently acting and going and getting tests apropos of nothing. Yeah, I I guess it is a large part of the system forcing you to get those tests. Like, uh, do you do you know if they're forcing tests to get on planes or anything like that recently? I know it, certain it better states. Not. I'm getting on a plane tomorrow. <laughs> I know certain states require it because, um, like Hawaii does, and also like a yeah, Hawaii's kind of been a. They kind yeah. of had their own rules this this whole time, though, and they're you know little island place, so they have their own uh, sequestration method. Yeah, and the 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 science that they're using to push all of this is absolutely hilarious. Because uh, so I have a Daily Mail article here, and it, the title is "The Next COVID Variant Could Kill Up to One in Three People." Sage warns doomsday scenario is a realistic possibility and UK's vaccine rollout may even speed up mutant strains emergence. That's actually. Oh, oh my God. I didn't even tie the two Bob, together. Do you, are you, that, do that you actually, not understand how super bugs are formed, Bob? Whoa, 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 whoa it, hold on. Because like, this also ties into like the last part of that headline. Vaccination is not enough by itself to stop the spread of variant study finds. This is a CNN article. Um, and, and they also tie what was it the vaccine rollout to the the the, the faster spread of the variants with the vaccine rollout because virologists and that doesn't epi- make sense. Well, it it uh, does. It, it makes oh, a sorry, lot of sorry. sense. Oh, I I thought you meant the variants that are already out there. They they call vaccines they call vaccine injury variants. That's it's really obvious. <laughs> oh, they both start with V. That makes okay. Well, no, this has been like the standard kind of uh, like medical knowledge in the field is that you, you shouldn't start vaccinating people in the middle of the outbreak because it'll just help the mutation grow, go along faster. Basically, the everyone knew that you should wait until after like the huge spread and like the season's out and everyone's kind of gotten through it and then you can vaccinate it and deal with the the rest of the population and everything like that. Um, they, they've always warned about this and they were warning about it beforehand, but you just never heard about it because that's, you know, misinformation. The the scientists at Pfizer are just too good, too good at their job that we ended ourselves up in this unprecedented situation and are going to soon, soon and possibly by 2024 have a super bug, an apocalyptic super bug on our hands. Is, Is that the, am I understanding the situation correctly? According to the government's top scientists, yes. Yeah, which is, you know what that's called? That's called pre-programming. That's pre- they, they talk about a superbug being a thing, and then what could cause it? Oh, they could become resistant to the vaccines and then mutate out of control. And it's all wow, to it's pre-program like you. Kings, the stand. It, it's literally just so that you believe that a super virus can be real, and then you 
believe in it and get all your vaccines like a fucking retard and get sterilized or whatever the fuck else they're going to do to you. Or well, just the, the, slowly the problem poison. with this one is that they're promising something they can't deliver. One in three deaths, uh, where if we look at, you know, this, this coronavirus and all the strains and mutations of it and whatnot, the, it's not apocalyptic at all. It's one of the, it's causing one of the less deadly diseases out there. And if, if you look at anything that, you know, they're pre-programming us or predicting for us, it's a lot of, you know, stuff that they have complete control over, like lockdowns and vaccine passports and shit like that. So, but if they, they say one in three deaths, that's, you know, an unachievable goal, in my opinion. I don't know what you mean by one in three deaths. I don't know what you mean by that. What, what are you talking what, what about? What Bob said, one in three people might die from the superbug. No, 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 not might. They're saying one in three people, 35% is their projection of the people that will die from the Delta Plus variant. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh my, dude, they, okay. Yeah. Am I going fucking insane here? Because I missed that part, but that's exactly <laughs> the f- kind of fucking insane projections they were making in early yes. 2020 is that 20 million people in Britain would die and it would it could potentially kill 100 million people in the United States. Like, that's exactly what they already did and were completely wrong about. And people are going to eat this one up now because they said Delta Plus? That's fucking retarded. But but they refined the model based on new no. scientific information, just like global warming. It's even worse than that because like the original predictions that they gave us was the the, the famous person that made the model um, that spurred on the lockdowns at the very start of all, all this said that two million people would die in the UK even if protective measures were taken. Oh, and it was like twenty million if there weren't measures taken. Y- yeah. And so now they're saying the Delta variant is just going to kill one third of us. And, and uh, so this is hey why guys, we- I'm going to go to Vegas and take the under because that's not going <laughs> to fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you not hear the report I just gave uh, from NBC uh, about how people aren't even getting sick from the Delta variant? Josh, Josh, Josh. <laughs> did you not trust Josh. NBC is NBC fake news? Well, <laughs> dude, Facebook is fucking uh, they're fact checking and banning CDC posts. Just links to the CDC site. They're saying uh, fact checkers say this is false if it's not like pro vaccine. Which actually, uh, do you guys have info on that? So it turns out all those fact checkers that just popped up in the last year and a half that didn't exist before just so happen to be funded by pharmaceutical companies. I have a clip for that. Here we go. Facebook's independent fact checker may not be so independent after all. A U.S. congressman has questioned the impartiality of factcheck.org, which is supposed to tackle vaccine disinformation because it's indirectly funded by jab manufacturer Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> so, <laughs> factcheck.org is, is funded by Johnson & Johnson, apparently. Well, that means they probably just have the most up-to-date information available from Johnson & Johnson as well. You know, like if they're funded, Josh, they probably can NDA in place. Josh, and they, yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense. God damn. Perfect oh. fact-checking environments. <laughs> yeah, no. Who, who, wouldn't, who are you going to trust? Like, yeah. obviously, if you want to trust somebody on the vaccines, you go to Johnson & Johnson. The people made the cancer baby powder. That's, Those are the scientists. <laughs> that, that's who I'm putting my faith in, is the guys that made baby powder that gives you cancer. And by you, I They're mean a family babies. Company. 
Oh God, they're they're one of the most horrifying companies of all time too. Like they, the amount of shit that they've done is insane. Like uh, all the all the anti smoking. Remember how smoking caused every death for like thirty years? That was all funded by the lawsuit in ninety seven against all the vaccine companies and Johnson and Johnson, and they funded it because they own Nicorette Nicoderm, and they wanted to corner the nicotine market. It had nothing to do with any kind of health or. Anyway, they don't care about you at all. They're selling you shit. That's it. End of story. God, I can't believe. Of course, <laughs> they're funded by them. I, you know, you should have saw that coming like a long time ago. Do, do so you want to hear? You're just saying that. Oh, it's uh, going, Bob. Oh, well, I was going to ask if you want to hear the rest of the clip there because we just got kind of got like the intro to it. But we're, what were you going to say, Josh? Oh, I was just going to uh, say, so so Aaron, the, the real reason you haven't quit smoking is because you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and don't want to give money to a renowned medical institution, Johnson & Johnson. Honestly, the fact that they're so against it, just to corner the nicotine market, almost makes me think they're good for me. Like, I bet there's vitamins in the filter. I'm probably going to live for fucking ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, the filter's keeping you from living forever. You got to smoke unfiltered. That's what... Ah, <laughs> oh, is that where I've been messing yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, that's why those Europeans live like, you know, those Italians live till they're, they're 95. Everybody in my family smoked, and they all live to like 100. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Like, I, no, it causes lung cancer. That's for sure. Like, the real science on it is if I get lung cancer or emphysema, it was because of from the cigarettes, hundred <laughs> percent. Everything else is horseshit. It doesn't cause all the other stuff. But Bob, tell us more about these fact checkers. Absolutely. Who pays the paychecks of the fact checkers? The vaccine fact checkers at factcheck.org, who claim to be independent, are funded by an organization that holds over $1.8 billion of stocks in a vaccine company and is run by a former director of the Centers for Disease Control. The fact. Oh my fuck! Great. <laughs> Private and public interests. Well, one of the best parts. Well, one of the best parts is, is how this these CDC directors and everyone in government in the medical government like section just bounces between these giant pharmaceutical oh, yeah. companies and the CDC and the government back and forth, back and forth, and they're just making money hand over fist. Hand over fucking fist. And that's been the last hundred years of government health agencies. That's what I was talking about a while back with the uh, the uh, FDA guy from, uh, or the, no, the American Heart Association, whatever. The, the guy from Procter & Gamble who, you know, sold us on giving a, getting fat and cancer from, yeah, the food, the food pyramid and the polyunsaturated fast and all that. That, that that's, that's literally just the people selling you the processed foods or like the you know, former executives at those companies. And it all started with the American Medical Association, who is now declaring that we should not put sex on people's birth certificates because that doesn't make any sense with everything being non-binary and all this other stuff. So, so they're just going to put like chromosome like XY chromosome on it instead to be more precise. No, Josh, there's no biological difference. It's all in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Chromosomes do not make a difference. You, you can have an extra one. You can't. It doesn't matter. You're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, believe in the genetics and our uh, you know, perfect ability to sequence the human genome. But, you know. So let me get this straight. Those, uh, <laughs> yes. What you're telling me is that the factcheck.org is run by a guy and they're fact-checking people saying the CDC is wrong, and it's run by a guy who used to run the CDC. 
Yes. And there's no issues there. And he's being being paid by Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has direct uh, $1.8 billion worth of Johnson & Johnson stock. They might have an ulterior motive, guys. I'm not... I'm not like Nostradamus here, but I might look into the future. I think, oh, rising Johnson Johnson stock is most of the motivation for what they say. So, like, I, I really think that people, they don't understand how these CDC, these government positions you're talking about, where they keep jumping from pharmaceutical CEO or VP of some organization. They keep jumping around in these positions, just raking in cash. I think what the public really thinks about them is that there's like a competition every year. Where they're like, oh, whoever's voted best doctor is king of the CDC for four years. Like, <laughs> you're like no, that's not how it works, guys. It's it's a scam. It's a corporate scam. And they just want to sell you shit. That's the end. Now, just, I'm, now I'm imagining it like an anime where you, you have like the doctor king. who's like the Hokage or the king of the pirates or something. <laughs> like fight your way of, down the, the grand liner through the government. Yeah, yeah. The Hokage of internal medicine. <laughs> Surgical <laughs> medicine. <laughs> they have different colored oh, garbs and shit and hats. <laughs> it's like that, except everybody is just that. One. What's that one organization trying to like? Unite all the nine, all the tailed beasts, and Akatsuki. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, Akatsuki. Everyone's an Akatsuki member. They're just all oh, no. evil. Oh, this has turned weed way too hard for me. <laughs> ah, great. I ruined it for everyone. Um, no, I, what, what I'm hearing right now is that factcheck.org is uh, is desperate for funding and. After you know, attempting yeah. to go through all truly independent avenues, they've had to rely on some you know possible conflict of interest. You know what other industries might be called conflict of interest uh, type funding. So we, we need to start a Patreon or like a GoFundMe for FactCheck.org, so we can get some truly independent money into our fact-checking organizations and into you know Facebook uh, posting and all, all that. Did he mention the name of the organization <laughs> that has the one point eight billion in? Uh... Johnson and Johnson stock that is funding factcheck.org. Um, I don't think so, but he might mention it later in this little bit. So let's continue listening. Fact checking okay. account responded to the accusations by making clear its funding sources. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation's one of the benefactors and holds billions in Johnson and Johnson stock. The foundation's CEO is Richard Besser, who was a former acting director of the Center for Disease Control. Well, that, <laughs> that was a great lead-in. <laughs> Holy shit. A guy named Johnson. It's like literally one of the Johnson like heirs the, from Johnson and Johnson, probably. No, it's uh, this guy, Richard uh, Besser. No, but it's from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Yeah. yeah. So a foundation set by the family that owns the company in order to launder money to yes. grow their company. Yes. Awesome. The name is is in both company names. <laughs> Super awesome. Very cool. <laughs> this is rad. I, every day I trust the science more and more. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> oh fuck. I didn't I didn't pull the trigger on that one soon enough. <laughs> if you if you're going to do something like that, Aaron, you got to give me a heads up. <laughs> so that's the situation with uh Vaccines, vaccine companies, vaccine passports, and anything else going on in New York with uh, the vaccine passports and 
the the Delta variant outbreak there. No, but you know there literally could be like fifty thousand people protesting it, and we'd never know because uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but France has had like hundreds of thousands of people protesting for like three weeks straight. And if you search France news, there's crickets, no mention of it at all. If they do mention anything, they'll say some anti-vaxxers clashed with police. And then you see a video of people on the street and it's just hundreds of thousands of people with like facing off against a line of cops in riot gear. It's insane. But like if one, well, like one method, one black meth addict uh, gets shot and they get 30 cops to start a riot in the middle of a, you know, urban uh city district then it's on the news every day for fucking four weeks straight because it fits their narrative it's so annoying i i agree completely i i do think that uh the these vaccine hesitant individuals are possibly arguably a bigger health crisis yeah. than racial injustice in america well I mean, there's a search france news right now let's see what the first few headlines just to show how fucked up the mainstream media is for like what they actually lead in with their stories. Let's see. COVID travel, France no longer, Amber Plus and Green List expands. Britain rose back on France quarantine, opens to more countries. Does this sound like the news from a place that has uh nonstop protests for three weeks straight? In Boost every major city. Get- yeah. Boost for summer getaways as France, India, and Dubai trips escape quarantine. New COVID restrictions in France as virus cases rise. It Father and son from West Palm Beach surprise relatives in France. Oh, what a heartwarming story, guys. But And if you look... It's not even France, though. It, every <laughs> European country is doing this. Oh, yeah. Every single yeah. one of them. There was like 150,000 people in France alone. There was almost the same in... Um, uh, Italy? In Italy, there was almost the same in Germany, the UK, Spain. Like, they're all rioting right now because of these vaccine passports that they have to have to go into, like, a restaurant or a bar or the grocery store or something like that. It's absolutely insane. I I saw a map the other day. I, I haven't spent time to find it, but there was a map of all the locations of all the protests in Europe. And, like, the entire... just Just because it was so far zoomed out, like, the entire map was covered with like locations of where the protests were taking place. Oh, I, the Europe, Wait, like Facebook exploding. hasn't shut that down yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's insane how night it's exactly 1984. Like they just don't show you what they, they just show you what they want to show you. And there's the news is 100% controlled by a cabal. It's fucking crazy. I mean, international news to begin with is, uh, complete garbage um in america at least but it's it's interesting international news here it's talking like you were showing Aaron. like oh vaccine passport here uk opens up for travel just what affects affects tourists and effectively that but if you look up any country in south america you know a top headline or a top travel advisory will be oh there are demonstrations downtown constantly and they, they seem to want to, you know, advertise that quite a bit more than uh, the, these efforts and these, like I said, weeks and weeks straight of hundreds of thousands of people out on the street. 
Speaking of tourism, Josh, uh, I know six countries that don't have any uh, COVID restrictions that you could possibly go to. Do you want to know what they are? Uh, Why, yes, I'd love to know about these alt-right paradises. (laughs) Let's see. uh, Tanzania, (laughs) the Ivory Coast, Swatini, and Burundi, Madagascar, and Haiti. Those are the six countries... Oh, what's that? Your your brother. My brother was just in Tanzania. My brother was just in Tanzania and uh, hiked uh, Kilimanjaro. So yeah, yeah, seems like actually a good place to visit right now. That is that it's so true. <laughs> they refuse to vaccinate their countries against COVID nineteen. And uh, oh wait, hold on, what's this? Oh, all their leaders are dead or had an assassination attempt on them. My bad. Oh, oh this story. Those ones. Oh, those countries. Oh, wait, wait. Hold <laughs> on. That's probably unrelated to the vaccine thing. It's probably just because like they didn't pay back China from the One Belt One Road Initiative uh, loans yeah. and that that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so that we had the leader of Tanzania, um, Magafuli. Uh, he was the guy that tested the uh, papaya and the goat. Oh, this guy's great. And the blank test to see what, and they all came back positive for COVID. And so he said, hey, world, go fuck yourself. We're not getting vaccines. Age uh, 61 announced that on March 17th, 2021 from a heart attack. So possible, possible he didn't get murdered. You know, 61-year-old heart attack. It's a little young, especially for a rich president. But it happens. So let's, you know, let's not go crazy here. Uh, the The... Ivor, Ivorian president of the Ivory Coast. Uh, I, these names are going to be brutal because it's uh, Africa. <laughs> but Bakayoko, uh, he is the only one that might not be uh, like a literal assassination because he had cancer. And he died March 11th, 2021. So six days away from the other guy. Okay. Uh, then we had. Dalamini, and he's uh, Swatini's pre- president, and uh, he died on December 13, 2020. Uh, he tested positive for COVID and then died from COVID. So that's a 0.003% chance of that happening and then coinciding with the fact that he's the president of a country that refused to buy any vaccines. So that's a little sketchy. How unfortunate. Uh, I know, right? The Republic of Burundi, their president, uh, died on June 9th, 2020 from a heart attack. See, I really got that heart attack gun out, huh? Uh, the, the Haitian <laughs> president was just killed uh, but like a month in a, ago. In like a violent takeover. We did cover that topic a little bit. A violent? No, it wasn't a violent takeover. The people loved him and caught the guys that did it. They all happened to be like uh, ex- DEA, like weren't they like DEA guys or like something like that? They were all tied CIA. to America. No, uh, FBI and like CIA. I think yeah, there was a bunch of spooks in yeah, there. That, I mean, that reeks of CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were going and to arrest him. That's what they were doing, and he ended up getting killed the same week. Like sick. Like literally four or five days after he died, we announced, "Oh, we're sending vaccines to Haiti." What do you know? Hey, well, what I'm. What I'm hearing is that uh, uh, Bill Gates got himself a death note and just, you know, went to town with those heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's actually exactly what that sounds like. When you're rich, a death <laughs> note can't exist. <laughs> 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 
Jesus God, you're Christ. so right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the uh, the last place on our list is Madagascar. Uh, so they attempted to assassinate the president of Madagascar, and he didn't get killed. And they detained like 21 people with it. I, God, I can't wait to see who like who do they figure out. They, you know, we won't find out anything about it, but uh, yeah, it was like an internal coup. A bunch of generals and stuff try to take, try to assassinate him. Uh, so it just so happens if you happen to be the president of a country where you refuse this global new world order uh, push for uh, global vaccination and vaccine passports and turn it into one world communist government, you just get killed which is why all the other countries are going along with it. So when you wonder, like, why would all, why would every country in Europe go along with it? Why would Trump start pushing vaccines in his last year? Why? Because they get met with somebody in like a dark suit that says, hey, this is the new thing you've got to do or else we kill you. We'll just say it's a heart attack and no one will ever know. This is a pretty far out there conspiracy, but I, I think we'll have to, you know, wait. Time will tell whether or not uh, more compliant presidents are put into place in these countries. And that, that might be a slightly better indicator for this supposed scheme and plot you're, uh, you're suggesting. How many countries are there in the world, Josh? <laughs> God, yeah, fuck. 250-ish. Um, I, I think there are yeah, like two, uh, low 200s that participate in the Olympics, something like that. Okay, so there were There's six. There's only like 186 or something like that, isn't there? Oh, oh, is it that? Okay, I might have so, might be well, off. So is there six countries that refused any kind of vaccination program one of the their presidents died of covid which has a 0.003% chance so one in what god what is that even in a to get to 1% you got to multiply that by what 300 wait sorry how, how many can you repeat the 0. 0.00 that number well it's like one in 30,000 people die okay. of can, that contract covid die of it that's only if you contract it, one in 30,000, by their numbers, by the inflated numbers. That's even including the people that die in a motorcycle accident but happen to have COVID. Um, 197 countries. Oh, 197? Thanks, okay. So there is a 3%. It's 3% times one in 30,000 chance. That's the odds that just that one president died of COVID. Like, statistically. It's like a one in, it's literally a one, another one in a million, let alone the coincidences you have to believe that all of the presidents either died or had an assassination attempt put on them all within a year during the COVID shit because they refused COVID. Like, to believe that that's a coincidence is so statistically improbable that it's actually impossible. You have, you have to be a retard to think that. Well, they they might have so they might have had some other linking factor between them than uh, not promoting vaccines in their countries. Like, like wh were any of them communist sympathetic? That that could do it. That's true. That's pretty dangerous too. Uh, if it was 1980, but not anymore. Now you're allowed <laughs> to be. Yeah, really. But yeah, I just wanted to, that was a little update. I forgot about the uh, six presidents that were anti-vax all died in the last year. Well, five of them died. One only attempted to be killed. You, uh, you know what's interesting about like He's this on suicide whole, watch? Yeah, the the whole vax thing. They're put. They're, they're pushing the passports and all this, like 
the vaccines actually do something. And there isn't really any evidence to suggest that the vaccines are working. There's two reports here. I have one. Um, now, this is from the Washington Post reported this. The CDC study shows that three-fourths, 75% of the people infected in Massachusetts coronavirus outbreak were vaccinated, but few required hospitalization. See, the hospitals aren't overrun. Perfect. We we did it. We flattened that curve. Oh, my God. So 75% of the people... What's the vaccination rate in Massachusetts? Uh, Josh, can you pull that up while I move on to the next one here? Because this one's even funnier. Israel has a vaccination rate. Uh, the last time I checked, like three months ago, they had a vaccination rate of like 94.6% of Israel's population. Israel has just decided to lock down the country again, even though nearly 100% of them are vaccinated. They are the goal. They are the vaccination goal of any country to have over 95% of people vaccinated. And they're still locking down with preventative measures to save themselves. What good does this vaccine do other than pose a liability to your health? Well, it, it lets you get into grocery stores and bars and gyms. I'll do some, I'll do some, uh, I'll do some deranged Josh posting. Wow, guys, that 4% of people not vaccinated in Israel, I it's guess really this disease is more damage. contagious than we thought. They are really <laughs> spreading it around, those 4%. <laughs> oh, thanks for picking up on that. Uh, <laughs> we needed that uh, that level-headed response to, to this show. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. And, and Massachusetts is at a, a 72% at least partially vaccinated and 64% fully vaccinated. Holy shit. <laughs> So wait, and seventy five. Uh, so the same percentage of their vaccination rate are the people going to the hospital for COVID for single shot for sing for single shot vac vaccinated rate. Yeah, no, but it exactly represents their population. Like yeah, seventy five percent are vaccinated. Seventy five percent are the ones contracting the virus. Meaning, meaning there's no difference. The the vaccine does nothing. <laughs> It does literally nothing. <laughs> well, that's not true. It makes you gay and retarded. We've already uh, established oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I meant, you know, Is, scientifically uh, can, can speaking. Can be hospitalized for gay and retarded? <laughs> I don't know. Back but in the 50s, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if we try hard enough, hopefully. A, we did have institutions, and B, being gay was a, a mental disability. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or ah, it really was the good old days right guys yeah. <laughs> what make, a great decade make america great again yeah <laughs> <laughs> bring back the institutions holy fuck but i i don't think that's the end to uh the these coronavirus outbreaks across the country and across the world and the, these sweeping policy changes because of that. Because we have, a, what is that, the California recall election going on right now to, to recall Gavin Newsom. And uh, what, oh what was the big God. development of that uh, th this week? They're, they've moved to um, you know uh, ma widespread mail-in uh, ballots, ma mail-in voting for this recall election. Well, Delta variant spreading in California, Bob, as you know, because you've seen people around you just dropping like flies to this new Delta variant. Um, and... <laughs> As we know, mail-in ballots are not controversial at all and are totally an acceptable way to vote. So 100% secure. 
There's no way to Absolutely. to to. Well, I, I think I think the problems we ran into, the controversy with the, the previous uh, the 2020 election was due to inconsistencies between different states' voting laws. If it's all within one state, I think that pretty much solves every single problem we had with mail-in voting, right? Yeah, of course. There, there's no way that at <laughs> 3 in the morning they're going to come up with just enough votes where he barely stays in office. Weird. Isn't that weird yeah. how that's going to work? It, it's going to be real weird. Uh, actually, so I, <laughs> I, I have Actually, you know what? If they're smart, if they're, they're going to recall them. If I was faking elections with mail-in votings, and I wanted to say mail-in voting was not rigged. You just <laughs> see it worked for this one election. Yeah, well, you'd say you go mail-in voting and you just rig it to make him get recalled and go, see, mail-in voting was good the whole time. You guys thought we were going to rig it and we didn't rig it. But I would rig it. I just rig it the way that they wanted it to be. And then. But they're too greedy. They'll, they'll probably never do it. Uh, see, that's the thing, because like here in California, we have like uh, an oligarchy with our state representatives in this state like there's i think two families maybe three that have ruled over the state of california for the past like 100 years uh it's very creepy if you look into nancy pelosi diane feinstein gavin newsom like gavin newsom comes from a very very wealthy family in fact the fact that he graduated high school they did like a um a documentary on him or a um, autobiography on him. Uh, they were describing Gavin Newsom as struggling through high school, getting uh, barely getting passing marks in uh, writing, English comprehension, mathematics, and history. <laughs> None of those important things for being a governor. <laughs> None of the important things. Yeah. So I mean, uh, he he's made an absolute fool of himself. It'll be interesting to see because he's not allowed to run with the DNC tag behind his name. In, in the recall, and I think the DNC has pulled their backing from him. So I don't think he has a lot of support. Whoa. Whatever he, my theory is right now is whatever he's running on is coming out of his own pocket to stay in power. And if he can pull it off, then he'll be granted back into the DNC uh, with like full graces. But he's made an absolute fool of himself. And in fact, the worst scenario has come to light for him because... I think his approval rating among um, uh, Mexican-Americans in California is in the 20% right now. What about Mexicans in California? Across the board. This isn't... uh, uh, I'm sorry, what was that, Josh? (laughs) But what about Mexicans in California? (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. The, the, The Mexican culture, the Mexican population in general... Uh, all across the board, w- when they pull people in California, they do not ask if they're citizens or not. They'll document if they're Mexican or not, but they're not going to ask if they're a citizen. So they're it's going state through, election. They don't have to be. Yeah, yeah, they don't have to be illegally there like to uh, to vote. No, it's, it's a state election. I, I want to defend Josh here. That was the joke, Bob, because <laughs> you said the Latin population and <laughs> no, the, I all said the Latin population is. Uh, you said a Mexican American. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand the the premise of it. I'm just trying to Fucking cut this whole like, thing out, Cabbage. <laughs> cabbage, you don't get editorial control over the podcast. <laughs> you can yes. replay Make me saying Mexican American as well. <laughs> 
You, you might as well just edit it to say Mexican slash American, uh, like and or or whatever. But uh, that's basically the point. Like there, there's no way Black, that Latinx he can, American. There's no way that Gavin Newsom will win this legitimately. And so that's going to be the big the, the the big question. I don't think Bruce Jenner is going to get very far with that since Larry Elder has joined the race. Wait, he's running. Bruce Jenner's running. He was the top conservative candidate before Larry Elder uh, joined the fray. Conservative. Yes, 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 yes. Woman but, of the year, prime yes. example of conservative American values. Yeah. Oh my God. But, whoa, whoa! But she's against trans athletes. Uh, I don't think that's going very far because conservatives in the state, like, there's a huge block of them. We just get way outnumbered. Uh, so, it, it, like, California is weird because it's like it, it's like an, uh, a coastal state merged with like a flyover state. There's very strong red, uh, like, strongholds throughout the state. Yeah, North California. Should yeah, be a like state. There is no like battleground areas. It's just like okay, who has the the largest numbers basically, and who's gonna like outvote the other person? That's typically what happens, and that's why California has so many recalls. Is that we have such a large population that it takes two million people to get a recall in California, and so that happens all the fucking time because the Central Valley can do that by themselves. Between Bakersfield okay. and California, we can do that by ourselves. Last news thing that we have to catch up on is what's up with all these cops uh, being Clintoned from the January 6th uh, lull surrection? <laughs> so yeah, was it uh, two, two more officers who responded, responded to January 6th, the Capitol riot, have died by suicide? Yes. The, the last one was reported on, um, passed on July 10th. Oh, no, no, no. That was the, the second to last. The last guy passed on August 2nd. Two days ago. We're recording this on the 4th. Like, I committed suicide two days ago. Do we, do we know why he committed suicide? Um, no. Because we are vastly underestimating how much poop was everywhere in Nancy Pelosi's office, and he probably witnessed that and <laughs> just couldn't live with it anymore. <laughs> he saw it. Alexandria Casio Cortez pretending that she thought she was going to be murder raped and just couldn't live with what happened that day when she wasn't even in the same building. I'm pretty sure this guy committed suicide because he was the one that knocked on AOC's door asking, Where is she? Knock, 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 where is she? Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds that four cops in the same district all commit suicide? Responding to the same hoax event. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this, like, this be... is what I'm talking about when yeah. it's like, how many coincidences do you have to believe in in a row to not be a conspiracy theorist? And, like, the amount is staggering, like, statistically impossible on a monthly basis. Well, it, it makes me wonder, too, other statistics about um, the Capitol Police, because these are police officers who are. You know, police are typically right-leaning people, but they're in the heart of a liberal capital, like D.C. Like, they don't live too far out of D.C. They're not driving, like, three hours every day to get to work. Like, that would just be mind-boggling. So, you have to think to yourself, these are left-leaning cops, right? Would I be wrong, Josh, in, in, in assuming that? 
Uh, I, I don't personally know any local police officers, so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I have no idea. If not, not, really... not unlikely. Yeah, not, not unlikely that uh, many of them are left-leaning, yes. Okay, but what does that have to do with anything, though? Like, that's... Well, I'm talking about, like, the percentage of cops. Let's say it's, like, 50-50, like, Republican, liberal, like, cops. Like, if it was, like, if it was, like, a standard police station, they'd be making January 6th jokes left and right, mocking these people, right? Like, mocking the narrative behind it. But you have, I'm assuming there's, like, one or two in the locker room that are making these jokes, and those are the ones getting suicided, Right. Well, I, I would like to say uh, ABC News is reporting that Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn told lawmakers he's receiving private therapy for the quote-unquote persistent emotional trauma he faces from that day. Dude, that's complete horseshit. That's just propaganda. But he, he told lawmakers. They, they witness more murders in three months than happened on that day since zero murders happened on that day. <laughs> so I guess they witness more murders every month. Hey guys, like, when, when are we getting Ashley Babbitt on the show? We gotta figure out what her uh, name is now. Yeah, her, She's probably her over in name. Tel Aviv right now. So we gotta, you know, sync it up with the time zone <laughs> change. <laughs> it's just it, it's, I, you know, it's like one of those things where I wish I could. I wish I could like know like talk to those people before it happened because like they definitely were out of line somewhere because they they must yes. have gotten paid to like let people into the building or but given orders to do something or given orders to do something and then started bitching about it too much. Also, what was the rank? Was one of these guys the, the the person giving the orders over the radio to to stand down or to just like hold position or whatever? Like, what was he the one that had a little bit of insight from the politicians of what they were doing and what they were planning? No idea. And you never right? hear from these families. Like the families never. You never actually hear from them. There's like the family confirmed that this is true, and that's like all you hear. Like, right? That's it. Which is bullshit. It's nothing. You don't know if that's true at all yeah but it is very strange because on the i think it was like the third person that committed suicide from the capitol police the the news alert that i got about it was that the family had made a statement the family made a public statement about it so it wasn't coming from the superiors or anything like that so i don't know how they're catching this i think the families are coming out and making these statements themselves rather than going to the media or going to the politicians or the people that they're protecting to make those statements for them. I don't know, like I don't know the official policy on, on you know the Capitol Police's policy on releasing information like that though either. But it's very yeah. That feels weird that they. I've never they heard this. Yeah, I don't hear on the news suicide and I don't hear on the local news local police committing suicide, local vets committing suicide. It's like. All of a sudden, this is news. It's like, and who's letting this be news? What the fuck? <laughs> it's like the family. Uh, yeah, are it's out. It, that kind of weird shit is to the point where I don't even know if the, any of those people existed, or are they just coming, just saying, "Yeah, cop killed himself from January 6th, and it's not even a real person." Like, well, the name might not might be real, is what you're saying, right? No, like there might not have even been a guy that killed himself. They just made up a story to keep saying how bad that day was. Like, I wouldn't put that past them. I don't, that's not really the narrative that's being pushed, though, of how bad it was, right? 
Isn't that what it is? That the there, there is no narrative. Of- the only thing I've ever seen is this person committed suicide. It's the second person from the Capitol Police that's committed okay. suicide. It's completely impartial. Um, yeah. W- which is very... Oh. Sh- yeah. Right. Here's another headline: uh, Capital Capital Police Officer's widow wants his suicide death declared "quote unquote" in the line of duty. What's going on here? Because that's that. I mean, that right there, Bob, is a narrative to say how bad. Okay. Well, I just ha- the I haven't seen it. Yeah. was. Yeah, it's in the line of duty because it was because of him doing his duty at that fateful day that made him kill himself. Oh, I yes. think it's just like a, you know, more honorable sort of thing. Yeah, but what does she do? Is she like a fucking counselor at a local university or something? What's her early life on know. Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah. Find her work. Yeah. Find her early life immediately. She's been a lifelong bureaucrat. Oh no. <laughs> well, that's about as much news know. as I can fucking stomach. Yeah. I hate I hate the news, and that's why. Like these are the things that have been happening around the world. Oh, this is the Liban Good. Okay, it's, it's that. Oh God, it's Li- Liban Good's wife, Serena Liban Good. What? That's fake. <laughs> that is fake. <laughs> <laughs> these people aren't real. That's what I mean. Sick Nick and Liban Good and whoever Fuck else. You, <laughs> si- yeah, Sick Nick and Liban Good. <laughs> Liban Good. <laughs> <laughs> None of these people are real. <laughs> they, all they're fake. all hanging out with Santa Claus and Wayne Sexton. <laughs> Thank you for the research, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. Oh God, the perfect. I forgot ending. about Sick Nick. I forgot about the names. The names are <laughs> the names are. It, it makes it so apparent with what's happening, right? <laughs> they're just making up stories, <laughs> and you'd never know. I, I do believe there's a body in the ground though because of what what happened. I I believe that what, whether the guy's name was made up and it's like this whole background that was made up, but he knew something that he shouldn't have known and he's dead now. Possibly, very possible. Yeah. That's great. Either way, all I know that didn't happen is that a guy named Liben Good wasn't so traumatized by. Uh, a guy stealing a podium and another guy wearing a coyote hat uh, <laughs> that he killed himself eight months later because of the PTSD he had from that fateful day. That's the only thing I know for sure is not the real story. So all this talk about death and mortality and you know viruses and suicides and fake deaths, whatever. I, I want to ask you guys a, a quick question. How long do you think you guys will live? To, I don't know, about 250 years old by the time science progresses <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just that. from family history, the fact that I'm 6'1", the size that I'm at, 80. I'm going to drop right at 80, right around there, <laughs> give, or, give or take five years. Might make it to 85, might, might drop a little early. I, I think a little earlier with all the smoking. <laughs> I told you there's vitamins in that shit. I'm good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You got to switch to unfiltered ASAP. My my grandma's brother was a lifelong smoker and a pretty much an alcoholic farmer. 
and he lived to like 109 or some shit like that. So I think I'm fine on living forever. So we got the you know some good genetics in Aaron's side, maybe a little bit pessimistic about his own prospects, and uh, you know Bob <laughs> having quite quite a bit of faith in the science and uh, its its progress in the coming years. Um, but would you would you believe me if I were to tell you that um, for you know, people alive now, for uh, people born around when we were born, that uh, one in twenty will live to be one hundred years old? No. What's the <laughs> rate right now? <laughs> No. Yeah, why, a why lot less Just than. No. <laughs> What's the size? Yeah, like how on many one make it to hundred? One in a hundred? One in a point, thousand? Point, point 0.1714%. So uh, less than two in a thousand. So one in, one in like 600, something like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no. One in 20? No. No chance. <laughs> one, one in 20 is 5%. Like that, yeah. That's absurd to to assume that five percent of the global population is going to live beyond the age of one hundred. Like people hit a hundred years old, and we happen. put it in the fucking newspaper. Like, <laughs> like that is big so news. You're, you're skeptical now, but uh, I I haven't told you yet, but that I that I heard this little tidbit, this little prediction from a Kurzgesagt video. You know, uh. the, the most renowned. <laughs> Uh, the most respected and trustworthy of scientific sources. Why do they say that we're going to live to that? Why do they say that one in 20 are going to make it to 100? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I actually, well, so they, they, <laughs> they, they cite, uh, they cite this, uh, population forecast by, I swear um, God, if they say vaccines, I'm a fucking strangle somebody. Uh, no, no, actually, surprisingly not. Oh, um, they, they, uh, they, they cite this uh, population forecast by the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation through the University of Washington. And uh, if, you, if you go to the website, they have a bunch of plots and you can kind of go through and see the predictions for um, going to year 2100 for a population you know, by, by country or by global, by, by sex. And um, not, not that, you know, in 2100, we'll, we'll delineate by sex, but it just so <laughs> our, our current limited minds, our current, uh, you know, limited you know, worldview can understand this. Um, and then like for uh, fertility rates over the years and projections of where that'll go. Um, so yeah, gl- global population um, is intended to uh, gradually go down, I think, level out around... Um, yeah, we'll have a lot around uh, you know six to seven billion, and then uh, fertility rates are are also intended to go down, and people just are, are supposed to live longer. Wait, but hold on, yes. hold on, before you keep going with that, um, why are they projecting that the population will go down? There's no evidence to support that other than a wishful global effort to sterilize people and fucking do that synthetically there, there's no natural way for that to come about because it's only ever increased it's only ever yeah. gone up. <laughs> sterilize is such a dirty word but <laughs> they they reference they, they have a couple different uh, projections here but one of the, the the core one and what they cite for these different projections is uh the UN Sustainable Development Goals and uh, the projected pace required to meet UN Sustainable Development oh Goal targets God. for the, tar- the targets specifically for female educational attainment and contraceptive met need. Hold so on. So sterilization is, you know, more or less uh, what's on the table. Let me get this straight. 
So this article, they're, what they're claiming is that birth control is going to reduce the population and the reduced population is going to meet UN climate change goals and like just the like green energy goals. And that's going to make people live longer. So they're saying like, hey, don't have kids and you'll live to 100. Is that literally what they're saying? Pretty much. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> so there's not actually a good explanation. If you look up the UN it's sustainable every development scam. goals, it's like it doesn't Fucking, actually uh, relate to this. <laughs> or, you know. It's every scam just collaged together like a kindergartner doing a fucking school art project. This is all this is. This is just, hey, it's global warming, uh, depopulation. So how do we mix global warming and eugenics and uh, and make it and then say there's a reward at the end for you and say it's actually a good thing? Oh, I've so I, I want to uncover the, the next part of the story, too, which the, the one in 20 number. Where does that come from? What are the numbers actually? And Look, digging through these charts and, and the website here that they cite for that stat, my understanding is that they got so there's um for each number given for uh, to meet the sustainable development goals, they have the margin of of error or like the uncertainty for the the projection. And when it gets to twenty to twenty one hundred, it's it's in the plus minus fifty percent uh, range, if not more, for some of the projections. And they take the largest value for um, the total population over 100 projected and the smallest value for uh, total world population. So that's even 2100 if they had uh, 174 million people live to be 100 years old and only a world population of 4.8 billion. They take those uncertainty numbers. Sorry, yes? Too many numbers rattle off and around here. Yeah. <laughs> how does how does four point eight billion equate to one in twenty being over a hundred? Because it's still one in twenty. They could say the world population is going to be twenty people, and that one person is going to be a hundred. So like, they have separate projections for total population and population over a hundred. And they, so they if, take if those... the total population goes up. The uh, population over 100 goes down, and they give no well, explanation. They, they percentage, yeah, but I mean, like, the, it's yeah. They're, they're taking they're taking the uncertainty ranges, like the plus minus 50 percent. They're taking the plus 50 percent from the one stat and the minus 50 percent from the other stat, adding those together to get their one in 20 number. All right, I'm going to translate for all this for the real pe- the uh, the real boys out there, not robots like Josh. Uh, if the poppy, if we can reduce the population by ten to fifteen percent by doing a real <laughs> good job with vaccines and healthcare, you'll live way longer. We promise. And if we can reduce it even more than that, you might live forever. Like it, it's that insane. They were just trying to plant that in your head that the reason that you're going to die earlier than you should is because the population is growing. That's it's a fucking spell by liars. Yeah, what's the explanation that the less people None. we have, the more the more people will survive till 100 years old? Less global warming, less carbon emissions. Uh, it, uh, that's it. Yes, like, but all their the equation, same scams. Their model, they plug in numbers into their model, and they say the the greater the population, the less people that will reach the age of 100. What's the, yep? What in their model is predicting that? How is that a factor? So, so for- 
Firstly, there are there are unrelated variables. Uh, the over one hundred is, I think, or like living longer is supposed to be advancements in medical medical care and whatnot. I, I don't, uh, they don't cite anything related to a uh, larger population being a factor for lower life expectancy. And yeah, so so that, and then also they just do a bunch of fudging of the numbers and uh, ridiculous amounts of error calculations. Again, the the only thing they cite on this is the UN Sustainable Development Goals for female oh, educational attainment. Okay, so the UN goals, the UN goals, UN eugenics goals, yeah. <laughs> and that's what they quote. And and even you said by their model, if the population is higher, the total population, the percentage of people over one hundred goes down. Of course, so, yeah, and not of course. <laughs> of course. Though they are directly correlated I mean, the in their model. Are bigger, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It ha- there, there is a connection there, and they're just not admitting it, and they're not pointing it out. <laughs> they're just trying to sub- subconsciously make you think that if there's less people on the earth, you'll live forever. Hey, that's what they're trying to make trying, you think. Here I was just trying to end the episode on a positive note after all our doom and gloom about cops killing themselves yeah. and viruses being fake, but no, you nothing to go like a it, fake Aaron. science story to make you subconsciously <laughs> agree with eugenics. That's nothing more positive than that. God. Well, that's a great scientist discover there. Man, they discovered uh, that we'll discovered live immortality, as as The fountain dead. of youth. The Lazarus pit. It's all in this one little pill. It only fucks up your hormones a lot. <laughs> yeah. The more mass burials, the more oil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that was dark. <laughs> Yeah, one million years from now. Uh, Anything else before we close out, guys? I think that's it. No, this is a perfect example why I don't read the news. I don't even do news anymore, ever. Go off the grid, you fucking insane fucking monkeys. Jesus Christ. Can you seriously imagine if anyone's just sitting and and taking this stuff in every day into their brain? Oh, yeah. Probably do something insane like go to the store in a mask and yell at strangers and go get like boost, like 17 booster shots of poison so that you uh, don't die. Interesting hypothetical, Aaron. Yeah. Or get a quote vaccination, unquote, from a random person dressed up as a spike protein in the middle of Los Angeles Boulevard. (laughs) Yeah. Was that a thing? Yes, that was a thing. Of course, not a lab coat. That's, I would not, no. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Consume all the news you want, everyone. It's science. Yeah, I have such a, I have such an, er, uh, like a, I have such a uh, hard time suppressing the urge to just join the Zionists. Sometimes when I see somebody <laughs> falling for that, I'm like, you know what, kill them. But I'm like, no, that can't be like no, that. No, that's but, that's a sin. But I'm I sorry. get, I get why somebody would be like, yeah, those people have to die. Like. <laughs> I, I kind of understand why they think that, but like I, they could have. Well, uh, you understand that because we've been brought up in the same system that that propagandized them. It's still somewhat in your brain. Your brain clicks automatically to it. That's the conditioning that they that they brought you up in, and you have to resist it with actual morals and ethics, facts, and logic. <laughs> I just no. can't believe what a degraded state. <laughs> Like, a, what a degraded state humanity is in compared to, like, almost any other time in history. Like, it's kind of pathetic. Like, we're, like, when you get, uh, like, an animal in captivity. I think, like, all people yeah, are, like, we're kind of like comparison. an animal in captivity. We're, the, we're yeah. a sad polar bear. 
a sad yellow fur polar bear. Really? We're all doughy and fucking dumb. We like can't think right anymore and we don't we can't build anything. We're not good at building shit. We have no craftsmanship anymore. No no one does a good job at anything. We're just all the sad polar bear in captivity. Aaron, do you think that the fall of Rome was this cringe? I guarantee it, dude. They were like it the fall of Rome was like old philosophers banging 13-year-old boys and until like barbarians chopped their heads off. Like it was yeah. so depraved and sad. Okay. Guarantee it was that that annoying. We're not that far yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> I mean, we're we're almost there. It's like a, it's a when in Rome, it's a, Have you seen how hot these 13-year-old boys are? <laughs> What was Clip that? that. Clip that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the time I'm 60, they're going to be gorgeous. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have fun being all uh, living your captive polar bear lives. Have fun splashing in your little pool and eating your already hunted fish. Whatever Josh said. Have a good night. Science, 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 and science. Thank you, science! Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck?